Just gonna run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello and welcome to the Soccer Speakeasy. It's lonely here in the studio. It's just uh, me, Michael A. Race, and uh, the podfather, Patrick Flaherty. Today is Friday, the 30th, June, 30th of June, 2023. We have a guest today, Sean Zawadzki, a, uh, well, a, usually a central midfielder, oftentimes now a, a uh, center back. Um, we'll talk to him about uh, playing all over the lineup and about uh, uh, the culture of the team that uh, allows uh, Coach Wilfried Nancy to do such things and with success. I'm just glancing at the standings now. We'll give you the quick rehab, recap and uh, and the peek ahead. Uh, the crew sits in fifth place, um, 4-0-1 in the last five, fifth place in the Eastern Conference. Um, 4-0-1 last five, uh, 12 goes for six against in the last five, uh, plus six in that span. They have 31 points, again, fifth place. Um, they lead the league with 38 goals. Uh, their goal differential of plus 12 is uh, among the top three or four in the league. Um, they're second in the league in home wins uh, with seven. There's a few sevens, and then there's, uh, there's Cincinnati's, uh, and they're all in the East, too. And then there's Cincinnati's 10-0-0 at home. Um, of course, uh, everyone has circled on their calendars the 20th of August when hell is real. You know, uh, Patrick, the podfather, Flaherty, was uh, recently at the Gamut Beer Garden and noticed a, uh, a hat there, maybe even a T-shirt. But um, this is this is uh, 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 some merch to keep your eye out for and possibly purchase. But it said hell is real, H-E-L-L-E-S. You know, the German style beer is real. I, I thought that was uh, I thought that was cute. Just going to run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. Anyway, that's the Podfather. August 20, home against Cincinnati. Coming up next um, on July 1st, tomorrow, Saturday, um, the Red Bulls of New York visit the Lower.com Stadium. Fireworks after the show. And the crew on the road after that uh, on the 4th um, at Miami uh, when it's likely that uh, Leo Messi will be introduced to the crowd. Um, and uh, that'd be cool. Uh, Leagues Cup after that uh, against St. Louis and Club America. Um, it's uh, it's a new way for uh, the league to make money. It's, it's invented for to be an automatic teller machine. And there you go. Should be interesting, though. And then Cincinnati and, and, and on August 20th. The other bit of news we should mention here today uh, on Wednesday, um, just before the Blue Jackets drafted Adam Fantilli with the third overall pick, uh, Don Garber was in town here in Columbus uh, to announce that uh, – the All-Star Game in 2024 will be played uh, here uh, down there at the end of Nationwide Boulevard at the 
lower.com field. Um, it looked like it was a, a, a pretty lively press conference, well attended and all that. Uh, uh, I didn't go. Uh, I, I really don't like talking to Don Garber, you know. So anyway, here's uh, my interview. We did a quick one with Sean Zawatsky. We're joined by Sean Zawatsky. Uh, I'd give you his position, but he could be playing anywhere on any given Saturday. So, uh, And that's really where I want to start, Sean, is you guys have had these stretches and, you know, there's help on the way um, w- with the new signing that's due uh, uh, later uh, next uh, later this month, beginning tomorrow, I guess. But anyway, when when Wilfried comes to you and says, we're going to play you at center back. What what does he say? And I'm, I'm and I ask because I'm curious about the process. Uh, you're a young guy. Um, I'm not sure how many times you've been sort of um, pulled from one position to another over the course of your career. And playing a new position at that level um, is quite a trial by fire, I imagine. But what? How does Wilfried present it? And and uh, what does he say about the concepts? Yeah, the first thing he said to me when he kind of came up to me and, and told me about it was that he wouldn't put me he wouldn't put me there if he didn't believe me and didn't think I could do it. Um, he doesn't want to put us in positions where we're going to fail. Um, so he ultimately just had the belief that I could do it and, and be in the position to be comfortable. Um, and then kind of once and then kind of what he wanted, you know, it's just um, I've seen, you know, Steven in that position all season um, up to that point. Um, and he just kind of said, you know, just do to kind of use Steven as a, as a little learning, learning point. And so just kind of learn from what he's done all season and kind of just, um, you know, do what I do as a player. And, um, it's kind of led to, to some, some to led to some success. Um, I'm back there. Is it fun? Yeah, no, it's definitely, it's, it's, <laughs> I enjoy it. You know, it's, it's a whole new, it's a whole new, uh, learning system for me. Um, a whole new position. Um, but it, it's been, it's been enjoyable the whole time. Um, you know, because I've been able to lean on guys and, and kind of pick their brains, um, you know, this whole new, in a whole new position. What, what do you foresee Saturday against against the Red Bulls here in, in Columbus? And, and uh, for uh, you, and for you. <laughs> um, I mean, it'll, it'll be interesting to see what happens. You know, um, we've, we've looked at different things, um, uh, different kind of tactics throughout the game uh, to see what we, we might, might want to implement um, at certain moments. Um, and kind of, you know, see wherever I'm needed in that, in that, uh, that tactical use. Do, do you think you'll come to a point in your career soon when, when you'll be able to settle into one position? Um, you know, I, it would be, it'd be enjoyable to, um, but honestly, you know, I, it doesn't really matter to me. Um, and, you know, there'd be a comfortable and, you know, kind of a relief to be in one position. Um, you only kind of have that one thing to focus on. Yeah. Um, but honestly, it's, it's kind of whatever the team needs, you know, if, if I'm needed to play a center back, I'll, I'm going to be, I'm going to do it for the team. Um, and I'm going to get everything I can at that position and learn, um, and kind of be the best I can. Um, and then if I'm going to need to be a center mid, um, kind of the same thing goes for that. In, in your situation, is it, does it, uh, uh, is it an indication of, of how the coach handles the team or does it shed any light for, you know, your average fan on, does your situation and the way that you're deployed, um, is, is it indicative of Wilfried Nancy's, the style of play, the kind of coach he is, uh, the culture he's trying to create? And if so, how, how would you describe it? Yeah, I think so. You know, cause you know, you've seen kind of my little transition from, uh, transition from center mid to center back. Um, you've also seen some 
we've also seen players like uh, Alex Matan kind of deployed in a similar way. You know, he's played out wide, he's played a 10, he's played um, against Nashville some a little bit more uh, as a central midfielder, kind of the Aiden Morris role a little bit in a way. Um, so I think you can kind of see just how Wilfred kind of wants, you know, everyone to be ready for any anything. You know, he has a clear uh, vision of what he expects from us as a team, and he knows that guys are willing to do whatever it takes to, to implement that. And so guys are kind of always ready um, to fill in whatever spots are needed to be filled in and to help the team just, you know, be successful and, and kind of, uh, stick to what we to what we know and what we've learned from him. Well, there's a buy-in that has to be there for that, and it, it's obviously folks have bought in, I, and that seems to be seems to me to be part of the aura of it all as well. Uh, everyone's rowing in the same direction. Is that fair to say? Yeah, I agree. I yeah, you know, we we in the preseason, you know, we were learning his whole kind of divisions the co- division the coaches coaching staff wanted, and you know. Um, once we kind of understood it more, you know, we, you get the buy-in throughout the season. And I think, you know, at this point in the season, I think you can see everyone's bought into to what they want. And um, it's kind of led to some success here in, in uh, this last stretch of game. Are you guys feeling pretty good about yourselves? I mean, uh, 4-0 and 1, as you mentioned, your last five, uh, you know, plus six. Um, really nice win against Nashville last week. Um, I, I guess the, the stupid question, the simple question is, is why? Why, why is this happening now? Are you guys feeling good about yourselves? And, and if so, what can you put your finger on to, to, to sort of identify why? Yeah, I mean, I think it's always, you know, it's always a good feeling. Um, you know, we've picked up what, 13 points out of the last possible 15. Um, you know, it's always a good feeling when you're able to do that. And I, I, I think a lot of, you know, the success has come from that little hard stretch we had before this, this winning stretch. That was um, tough, wasn't it? Yeah, and you know we had a there was a moment after one of the games. You know we had a, we had a serious talk as a as a group after a game, and I think it kind of you know uh, showed it kind of brought out the mentality of everyone in the group. You know we're not set, we're we're struggling. You know, and we know where we want to be at. We want to be a team that gets results um, home and away. And I think you know sitting down and talking through that as a team, um, it kind of made us realize where everyone's uh, mentality was at. And, you know, we, we needed, in order to, to get to that point, we had to, you know, flip, flip a switch. And I, I think that's what we've seen um, over these last couple of games. So, so was that meeting called by the players, by the leadership group, uh, by the coach? Uh, how, how did it come about and why? Yeah, it was, it was after one of the, I think it was the national game on the road. It was a leaders, little, leadership, little, little leadership group um, kind of called it. Um, after the game, a lot of frustration from how the game went and that little stretch. And I think um, we owe a lot of the success we've seen this last couple of games to, to that moment. And, you know, we came back hungry from that game. Um, the week that week in training, everyone was pushing um, more than ever, uh, knowing how big uh, this, that, this stretch we were on um, was going to be. Now, um, what, were you, what did you major in at Georgetown? Just curious. Uh, I was just like, Psychology. Ah, ah. And and how about how about Will Sands? What what was his major at Georgetown? Could have been anything. Um, I, I'm still get, I'll give him a hard time about this. He still hasn't finished. He's still in the process of, of finishing his degree. But um, his is government. He's supposed to be the smartest man in the world, isn't he? He's he's a very intelligent human being. Yes. <laughs> yes. And what was it like? I mean, you guys won a national title, um, and you know, despite the mystique of Georgetown, um, you know. 
it, it's not a place. I, I think it, there's only been um, three national champions in any sport at Georgetown, if I'm not mistaken. Of course, uh, yeah. some of us remember Patrick Ewing. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, uh, I think, what was the other one? It was a women's track or something like that? Yeah, it was something like that, I believe. Yeah. And so, and so that's a very special thing to, to win it all. Yeah. Are, 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 are you still close to your teammates that, at Georgia? Yeah, I, I vary. Um, you know, you see, you see the guys. A lot of them are still playing, whether it's um, in MLS, uh, USL, uh, MLS Next Pro. Um, so you see a lot of those guys, you see the success they have. Um, so, you know, you, you reach out to them all the time and check in on them, see how things are going. And then, you, you know, you still have the guys who, and then you guys have the guys who haven't, you know, didn't continue their soccer playing careers and, and went into to the real world. And, you know, I'm still, a lot of the guys in my class, um, I'm really close with, and a lot of them didn't go into continue playing soccer. Um, but, We'll have uh, we'll have some like FaceTime calls every once in a while, hang, uh, just to talk and, and catch up and to see how life is, um, ask about each other's families and things like that. I, I know um, I know it's a trite thing to say, but um, those kinds of championship teams are kind of the players are bonded forever, you know. Uh, uh, and, and so I was just curious about that. And you beat Virginia in the final. Yeah, I, I think you're right. I think those teams are bonded together, but I also. I think a lot of it comes from the program that Coach Brian Weiss has put together there. Yeah. Um, a lot of the alumni, a lot of the former players are really close with, with each other. And when, and uh, they always keep in touch with each other. And whenever someone's in the area, they're always reaching out to hang out or, or to meet up or for a cup of coffee or something like that. So I think a lot of, a lot of the success that Georgetown has seen, especially in the last couple of years, um, comes from the program that uh, – uh, Coach Weiss and, and his staff have, have put together. And, uh, and last couple here, uh, Sean. How is how is young Mister Sands doing dealing with his injuries? He, it's a tough thing. He's doing really well. He's he's doing a lot better. Um, you know, obviously going having it, suffering an injury like that is, is, is detrimental. But the way he's responded to it has been incredible. Um, you know, he's he's coming here every day, pushing himself, um, maybe a little too much, but. Uh, it's something that it's, it's good to see his, his moods up, his everything, you know, we hang out with him a lot outside of the facility, outside of, outside of the team. And it's just, it's, it's, it's really nice to see the, the kind of recovery process he made up to this point. Um, so there's no doubt in my mind that, that he'll be back and ready for um, whenever he's good to go. Now, I also imagine that Aiden Morris has some, has some words of wisdom for him as well. Yeah, he's definitely, especially early in the process, Aiden was a big, um, big supporter of Will in that moment and kind of helping him through um, the really difficult time that he was, he was going through. All right. And last one here, Sean, give us the preview of the New York Red Bulls. You know, it's a team that's going to run, wants to give a million miles an hour. Um, You know, they're not going to shy away from any challenge or anything like that. Um, They're going to push you to make mistakes and, um, be a very direct team, look for second balls and kind of, um, look to running behind. So, you know, we have to be ready for, for anything. Um, you know, when they do play, be ready to, to press off of that. And then, um, when they do go long to kind of, uh, get to win this first ball and then, uh, recover and pick up the seconds and, and then get the ball down and play the way we want to play. All right. And then next one after that is probably Bessie's introduction to Miami. You guys can be a part yeah. of that. <laughs> Yeah, he's pretty good, I hear. Yeah, 
I think so too. That's what I've heard heard from from a couple people. Well, Sean Zawatsky, thank you for your time. Appreciate you joining us, and uh, you know, good luck this weekend and beyond. Thank you. Thanks for having me. All right, Pete. And that's it for the Soccer Speakeasy today, Friday, the 30th of June, 2023. Uh, everyone, have a great holiday. I appreciate it. Patrick, kick us out of here. Just going to run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts.